Michael Bidwell is either a great politician or he knocked yesterday's press conference out of the park. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free and available on all platforms. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their Prize Picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com. Promo code locked on. It's been an eventful week so far. We actually got to see Michael Bidwell in the flesh in front of cameras addressing the media after he fired Cliff Kingsbury and parted ways with Steve Kime, ushering in a brand new regime of head coach and GM to hopefully pivot this franchise into winning ways. And Michael Bidwell has been a point of contention for a lot of fans, for me personally, and I'm not going to speak for other media members, but the the guys, the smokescreen that's constantly surrounding the organization with decisions made. Like, where's Steve Kime? Is he in rehab? Is this is this another health-related issue? I, I, I don't know. It's it's all conjecture. I've, I have no idea. No, neither does anybody else. Now, is it their job to divulge that information, especially if it's uh, if it's if there's HIPAA uh, rules and regulations in place? No. But it's just another example as to what it goes on inside the Arizona Cardinals organization is usually very hush-hush. And there are some rumors that are spread that are false to kind of misdirect people's thought processes as it pertains to the organization. The fact that Michael Bidwell was there, sat in front, took the questions, gave his opening speech to, to media members yesterday, um, and I, he had to do this anyways, but what he said was fascinating. Now, I'm going to talk about a couple things. One, the press conference as a whole. Two, some of the more interesting little tidbits. Some of the more interesting things that he said. And then number three, according to BetArizona.com, there is a name who is the odds-on favorite to become the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. And it's a name that you know well, and it's not a name that's on the list of anywhere near qualified suitors to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, which would put into flux everything that I'm about to praise Michael Bidwell for. It's a wait-and-see situation, but that's how today's episode of Lockdown Cardinals is going to go. Please go like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Turn the notifications on. Hit a like on this video. Tell your friends. Um... I try to be as straightforward as possible. I'm not opinionated just for opinionated sake. I don't sugarcoat things when they don't need to be sugarcoated. I like to discuss with people what's really happening, what I think is the best course of action, and welcome in all of your DMs on Twitter, uh, Instagram at Clancy's Corner, you know, whatever. Let's have a conversation. Let's keep this conversation going, whether you agree with me or disagree with me. 
let's that's what this is for and it's the most fun part of this for me is getting to interact with you so michael bidwell sits down a couple minutes late which is something i never really understood when do press conferences ever start on time it's not like you being fashionably late is a good thing you know that the press conference is going to be then i know you're busy but mark out the time and i'm not just saying that for michael bidwell that's just in general he sits down and he tells people you know officially removing cliff kingsbury and steve kime from their posts and then the the first thing that really caught my eye was he didn't look sad like Yes, he said for me, he's like, I've known Steve Kime. He's been part of the organization for 25 years. He paid respects and he said Cliff Kingsbury was the hardest working person maybe he's ever worked with. And like, so he gave both of those guys their respective flowers for doing what they did. It just wasn't good enough. But he gave the respect to both of them. And this isn't like, oh, I'm so happy they're gone. It wasn't that. But you could tell it was a clean break. And it's like, okay. That was the past. This is now. And this is what I see for the future of the organization. I'll talk about a couple tidbits in the second segment. But he almost looked genuinely excited about what was next. And you could say, sure, well, look at what happened last season. Look at what happened towards the tail end of the last three seasons. They looked different, but the, you know, 2020 and 21 looked the same. And last year was just a dumpster fire. But you could see he was genuinely intrigued and interested about what was going to happen. He was excited. And he said some things that lent to that. And it was surprising to me because we don't really know a whole lot about Michael Bidwell. Like people close to the organization do people that have been in the industry for a long time, you know, but it's just like, he's kind of enigmatic. News an attorney. He's, you know, he was given the reins by his dad a handful of years ago, who, you know, is late, his late father. But like, he kind of sits in his ivory tower and we know who Steve Kime is. We know what he's about. We know the hires that are made, but a lot of it falls on the shoulders of Steve Kime and did, and rightfully so, where it almost seems like he's the antithesis of Jerry Jones, which a lot of times is better. They're on the opposite sides of the spectrum. And seeing him so candid about the next steps, it was refreshing. It was believable. And I said in the cold open, either he's a great politician or he knocked that press conference out of the park this is definitely a fool me 500 times shame on me for believing you again. But I, this is, this is different. That's exactly what people say who believe people implicitly. I don't just trust Michael Bidwell. I don't, I haven't until what I saw him actually step up and fire Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury. Like, okay, maybe this guy actually does want to win. Maybe he's sick of just, not being a winning organization. They had their couple years of BA, got embarrassed in the NFC Championship game. I'm on record as saying, it's almost, they almost, it almost would have been better if they didn't make the NFC Championship game to, to go out and lose like that. But all in all, 
the 20 plus minutes that he talked and answered questions with the local media and media, just media members in general, he looked excited for what was next. And that's awesome. There are a couple things that he said that I'm going to really highlight. One is good. One's why you keep talking about that. Uh, I'll hit them both next. Locked on Cardinals. Uh, this episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Prize Picks. Okay, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Super easy. Okay, you pick two to five players. And if they if they'll score more or less than the Prize Picks projections, you can win up to ten times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other players. It's just you versus the projections available. And Prize Picks offers projections in you know not just NFL. I mean, NBA, Major League Baseball. NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports. You get the picture. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. Again, daily fantasy made easy, safe and fast withdrawals, and currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks with promo code locked on. If you deposit 100, Price Picks will give you 100. If you deposit 50, Prize picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. And it is getting to be that time. Tax season. Okay. Go to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. (laughs) Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste not taxes. Sing not taxes a lullaby. Hope not taxes sleeps through the night. Grab a saddle and ride not taxes into the sunset. With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish. Ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Intuit TurboTax, full service product only. Uh, Video meetings while experts do your taxes required. See guaranteed details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. Michael Bidwell, surprised at just his candor and the candid nature in which he spoke and what he said, you know, again, he gave Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury a very respectful exit with what he said about them. Him being excited about the future is not like a reflection of how he thinks about Cliff Kingsbury and Steve Kime's people he said, it's a hard part of the job. They're human beings, you know, it's a hard part of the job, especially Steve Kime, 25 years, man. But it was time. And then you could see, and I may be reading too much into this. I don't think I am, but I may be. It just looks a little bit more relaxed. Like, okay, what's next? Giddy up, partner. And the first thing that he said that made me go, really? Is they're going to cast a wide net on GM and head coaching searches. They already, he said they already interviewed Adrian Wilson, Quentin Harris, and they're looking. So he he's hoping that they will, well, he's looking to hire a GM first and then 
a head coach. And casting a very wide net. He said it a couple times. So that was one of his buzzwords that whoever prepped him or whoever, whatever, you know, he wrote down and said in the mirror before getting in front of the media, casting a wide net was something he said a couple times. And this is where it's either political, he's either a politician or he's starting to change. Because I think the worst case scenario is hiring Vince Joseph and Adrian Wilson or Quentin Harris. I think it's dumb. I, I, dumb is they're both, both of those guys, both of the GM and Vince Joseph are smart, capable guys, but they're Arizona Cardinals guys now. You got to go into the mesosphere away from the Arizona Cardinals organization for this hard reset that is starting to take place. First step is done. The second step is equally as important as the first step with who is going to be hired to replace Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury. So he said he's casting a wide net. And I found that interesting, the terminology. It's like, okay, so how could I come up with something that will show people what I mean by going outside of the organization to bring in the next GM and head coach? And I feel like that's a good, I mean, that's a good term. That's a good term casting a wide net because that opens up possibilities for anything to happen. Anything. And that's what we're looking for here. As media members, I mean, again, I won't speak for others, but for me personally, for fans for everything the Arizona Cardinals need to be the Arizona Cardinals in name only as it pertains to coaching staff in front office and that was a fascinating way for me to start to get on board that Michael Bidwell agrees number two he mentioned the Cardinals being 12 and two a handful of times like 13 months ago they were 12 and two so we're not that far off and in some points, he's right, but he's also kind of Uncle Ricoing it here. I could throw a back in '82, throw a football a quarter mile. It's like that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What happens after mattered. What happens? What happened during the first five or six weeks of this season mattered. So while the Cardinals do have one of the better offensive skill set groups in the NFL, that's pending what's happening with DeAndre Hopkins. Something was massively amiss massively awry and that 12 and 2 was an exception to the rule and not the rule we've just we've seen it it was fantastic are you kidding me how much fun that was to watch and witness and cover stop i mean that's that's a dream selfishly and for fans and you know for the for the players and, and everybody involved but looking back at that i i didn't really understand the utensil he was using with that why he was using that as a utensil during the press conference that's old news like i understand you know we're not that far off this is a retool and not a rebuild and that's kind of a thing that's been steve kimes mo so that kind of worried me a little bit where it's like oh we're not that far off so i'll just add a couple pieces have a good draft bingo bingo bongo um i don't know what the offseason is going to bring I think the Cardinals are finally in a year where they can just retool and not rebuild because they've got the pillars. 
they've got the plate the, now that they have to pay the pillars. They have to pay Zach Allen and Hollywood Brown and probably Byron Murphy. You know, and they're going to have to pay Buda Baker again soon. And they're going to have to revamp the entire offensive line. So it's not going to be as easy as let's just add a couple pieces here through the draft and, and, and giddy up. Like they're right in between a rebuild and a retool, but way closer towards a retool than a rebuild. But when he talked about that 13 months ago, multiple times, he's like, oh, you're 12 and two and not that far away. I don't understand why looking at that as like a trophy is something to be proud of with what's happened since is anything to strengthen what you're looking to do in the future. And that, that was just, you know, it's it, not a big deal. I mean, it's not a big deal. This is, this is a post-firing press conference. So you want to give us some positivity when there was none of it this season, really. Um, aside from, you know, maybe Greg Dorch and Zach Allen's emergence and J.J. Watt, who is an absolute beast. Um, but all in all, those two, casting a wide net, maybe go, hmm, okay, okay with that. And the other one with talking about last year, it's like, who cares? I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't understand. This roster is different than it was then. And that shows how ridiculous the business model was with building this roster, where it's just like you're constantly putting band-aids over band-aids over band-aids instead of just fixing the crux of the problem. And it seems like, as of yesterday, the problem has been addressed, and now we can heal as media members and fans and start to see the Arizona Cardinals build correctly into the future. And that starts with the GM and head coach search. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Um, I don't like being nauseous in the morning, but an article on azcentral.com made me nauseated. Not the actual article itself. It was very well written, but what was said as it pertained to betting odds from betarizona.com on who the next Arizona Cardinals head coach will be made me want to throw up. And I will talk about that next. Locked on Cardinals, betonline.net. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season, which is now over, thankfully, after that dreadful game last night, to basketball and World Cup. We've got it all at betonline.net. Uh, if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline. We're the game. Please like and subscribe on the YouTube channel if you if you want Apple Podcasts. Go leave a review. Um, I got jettisoned by some Baltimore Ravens fans um, uh, about a year and a half ago now, two years ago. I said that Kyler Murray is more elusive than Lamar Jackson, and they came on and one starred the bejesus out of me. So if you want, leave a review. Tell me what you think. Be excited. I'm just happy that you're here. Thanks for making Lockdown Cardinals your first listen. So, Michael Bidwell, dazzled compared to what we normally hear from Michael Bidwell in his press conference. And this is truly Arizona Cardinals 2.0 because Steve Kime is gone. It's been over two decades and 10 years since he took over as GM. 
This is Arizona Cardinals 2.0. So I said in the first segment, he's he looked excited for the future. And again, not to take away anything from Cliff Kingsbury and, and Steve Keim. He he, you know, had glowing things to say about both of them. And I and I say that not sarcastically. He he said Steve, Cliff Kingsbury is one of the hardest workers he's ever seen. And Steve Kime's been around forever. He was an Arizona Cardinal man, but no Moss. And now, after that exciting day yesterday, I wake up this morning and I read an article on azcentral.com written by Jeremy Clough highlighting the odds from betarizona.com on who will be the next Arizona Cardinals head coach. And I was like, I had to read that again. Um, I had to read it again, and then again, and then again. So, number five, Vance Joseph at plus 900. Okay, that's about right. Um, Jim Harbaugh, fourth at plus 600. Okay. Sean Payton, plus 550. It's about right. Just right around there. I mean, there's so many different things, and then... Eric Bieniemy plus four hundred offensive coordinator from Kansas City, who seems to be like exiled from head coaching. I don't know why, and I'm I'm not going to deep dive into. I, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. But number one, you're like, oh, it's D'Amico Ryan's. Obviously, that makes sense. That you know the Cardinal. That that's great. Why are you saying that? You've been saying this whole time that D'Amico Ryan should be the guy. It's not. Number five. Vance Joseph, number four, Jim Harbaugh, number three, Sean Payton, number two, Eric Bieniemy, and number one, Byron Leftwich. Stop it. Stop it. Byron Leftwich is the odds-on favorite, according to betarizona.com, on who would be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Stop it. Have you seen at all this year the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense? Have you seen at all this year the talent on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense? Have you seen at all what Byron Leftwich has done as the offensive coordinator since B.A. is gone? I know that Byron Leftwich, and there were reports out that, I'm paraphrasing, that Byron Leftwich and Tom Brady did a lot of the legwork, and that's why Tom Brady wanted B.A. out. But let me tell you something. If Byron Leftwich is the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, I'm just going to leave that sentence there because I'm not going to say that I'm going to boycott the team. I'm not going to say that I'm going to quit this podcast because I love it too much. Come on. been in sports radio 12 years, man. This is in my blood. If Byron Leftwich is the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Michael Bidwell will lose all faith from all fans forever. And I don't think that's an overstatement. It may be an understatement. Byron Leftwich, by all accounts, great guy, really hard worker, was a part of the Cardinals organization took over for Mike McCoy after Mike McCoy got fired in 2018, got bumped up to the OC. But man, no way, no, how's he do this? 
there's no way that the best option for the Arizona Cardinals with all of those options out there is Byron Leftwich. Now, if Tampa Bay was a top three offense this year, we can have a conversation. I'd still say no. We could have a conversation. I just don't think at this point, you may as well hire Vance Joseph and Adrian Wilson then. Because they're at least, they've been at least with the organization more recently. Byron Leftwood was a part of one of the worst years of the Arizona Cardinals ever had. And sure, he was here with BA when, when they won 10 games in a row, 10 games, three years in a row. Like, okay, I get it. I, I understand it all. He's still an Arizona Cardinal, in my opinion. If that's casting a, casting a far net reach that he means because it's Florida away from Arizona by distance, what are we doing here? There's so many more qualified guys. Sean Payton, D'Amico Ryans, who has been like, I know they won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay with, 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 with Byron left, which is, and this isn't, this isn't like directly attacking by any stretch Byron left, okay. The Cardinals need more substantiated leadership from this role. You watch Demico Ryan's he's a leader. It's just, I had, I talked with Brian Peacock um, from locked on 49ers. I had him on, on Friday uh, for a segment that we did the crossover on Thursday because they played the Cardinals in week 18. And he said something like this. He said, sometimes you can just look at people and see that they're head coaches, just not yet. And D'Amico Ryans, to a T, is the dictionary definition of that. So if you're going to bring somebody in who hasn't had head coaching experience before, that's not Byron Leftwich. D'Amico Ryans is already a head coach. He just happens to be a DC still. You could see it. You just look at him on the sidelines. Well, that's dumb. That's arbitrary. It's not. Just look. It's not. Just look. And if Michael Bidwell calls Byron Leftwich and offers him the job and he takes it, he's going to lose the fan base forever. And this is not, again, an attack by any stretch at Byron Leftwich. He is a very capable and up-and-coming offensive coordinator in this league. And he will get a shot. I don't think the Arizona Cardinals should be the first shot that he gets. I just don't. Because Michael Bidwell needs to go with something he knows will succeed. And I know that the D'Amico Ryan's hire would be categorized as the same where he hasn't had a head coaching experience before. But I think it's vastly different scenarios, situations. And Sean Payton's going to be in the mix, okay? We're starting to see, after a couple of days, names that are coming out. Suitors to be GM and to be head coach. I just don't think for the future that Byron Leftwich is the right choice to be the next head coach of the Arizona Cardinals. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Lancey, I will talk to you tomorrow.